0: Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans Doodle. And welcome internets to another episode of Fan, Fan bros. bros The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent It's your boy DJ Ben mean, in the place to be tonight In the spaceship on this special delivery episode where we cover the latest in TV news from the voice of the urban geek, A.K.A. the Fan Bros Show, and I'm joined in the spaceship tonight, as always, by
1: Kimsonian, A.K.A. Black Woman, A.K.A. Vermithrax pejorative, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And I think Ben, I'm gonna take a break on the A.K.A.s.
0: How's that? Well, I did this week, so why not? You know, sometimes we got to keep it short and sweet. Sometimes we got to give them the long-form version. But tonight, we got a lot of TV to cover. There's been a lot going on this summer. So let's just get right into it, Kimsonian. As always, we've been covering the final season of True Blood on Fanbro's show. And what's the latest episode's title? So this one is called The Lost Cause. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, I I mean, a lot about True Blood in itself. Exactly. (laughs) Did the writers feel like working on this season was a lost cause? Um, But uh, either way, I mean, they're trudging ahead. They're keeping the story moving. Um, What did you think about the show, Ben?
0: I thought that this was a nice episode because it kind of calmed down, you know, from the first four episodes, which were really violent, a lot of action and stuff. This episode was more. You know, characters reacting to everything that happened to them. Uh, I thought we had some good moments with most of the cast. But once again, I feel like the show didn't really pick up until the last 15 minutes of the episode. But overall, I thought it was cool. You know, it wasn't as good as the last ones. But as usual, I have to give a big shout out to Eric and Eric getting to rock the cowboy suit. Because that was just... That was Almost as good as 80s Jason Priestley looked, but, you know, it, it was up there. That that was well done. So shout out to the costume designer on that. Yeah, so overall, a good episode. There's, some, I know you got some more to say about it, but I'll get into that in a second.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I just feel like I, I still don't know um, what kind of show I'm watching. And uh for an hour-long show, to have maybe a total, if you strung them together, maybe about 15 minutes of good show you know that's really hard for me to to justify anyway um i wasn't hate watching as much as i am usually um and uh you know i like the idea that eric is really trying to track down sarah um who has you know turned her life around and uh you know the main thing about this show about true blood that's been surprising me is i'm always thinking they're breaking breaking down barriers with their first and so I think it's the first time that we've had a gay sex scene, where the black man is the dominant
0: gay uh, sex partner. That's as clean as I can put it. Uh. Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> definitely is. And thanks to all our kid listeners out there, you know, for keeping that as clean as you could put it. But yeah, the life, La- the life of Lafayette took an interesting turn this week, as you know, Lafayette really had a meta moment too. Just like the show's title might be a meta on the whole show, Lafayette's little speech to Jessica was very meta because it was like, you know, here's the Negro. I'm the token on the show. I've been entertaining you, vi- you viewers since the beginning. You all laugh at me. Why can't I get some love? I, yeah, and
1: actually that read was, uh, you know, up there with the Kid Fury reads, man. I felt like he was <laughs> he was. On point, he said what everybody, you know, has been trying to have him say for the past, whatever, seven seasons. I thought that was a really good scene. And, th- again, that's my point. Like, if, if, if it was a show about Lafayette, I'd watch it every week. I think it's just um, the moments in between. I need to see more Lafayette. He's the realest thing on the show, you know. And, and uh, his little tryst there and just uh, gave him a lot more heart, gave his character a, uh, a lot more, you know, uh, breadth i felt so you know maybe um showing him you know doing a dude up against a, a car you know it's a little it was a little extreme for me but i guess you know it was it was all good it was part of the character and the the
0: story play hey man lafayette gotta get some love the life of lafayette wouldn't be full if you know he couldn't bang some young vampire up against a car yeah yeah I, I i guess i agree i
1: guess uh, you know. It was good, though. I, I, I felt like there was some, some really good character uh, development there. Um, and then, again, the Eric story, I really dig. I like the fact that he's on a mission. I like the fact that he's moving. And then we do really see that he's dying, that his, he's at stage two or level two in his sickness <laughs> it's or like whatever. A bad video game. Yeah, I mean, she said you're at level two, the woman he was with. So I felt when he, when he was changing so I felt like, yeah, he's, he's pretty much doomed. And like you said, Ben, when we first started covering True Blood this season, you know, it's really about seeing how everybody ends up dead at some point. So, uh, you know, we're just counting the days to, to see how it happens because we're kind of feeling like we all know it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and huge spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the show. The end of the episode had a big reveal. As it's shown that, oh, jeez, his, how's his name slipping me? Suffusing oh, Bill. Name, man. You mean Bill? Uh, Bill. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> yes. Big old Bill. You can't really no. butcher
1: that name, Ben.
0: I know. I can't even butcher it, but it's just so simple that I forget it. But yeah, Bill is revealed to have the bid V disease, so yep. it's looking tight on him unless some magical cure comes up by the end of the season, because otherwise so far it's had a pretty hundred percent rate of murder and vampires
1: that's right, and now so we'll see how that turns out, but it's going to put a timetable on on the whole show, which I think for a while, nobody really knew where the story was going, and now we're seeing some finite things happening to the characters, and that's making them you know have to move and act and so now you're going to get a Lafayette speech, and you're going to get. These characters, you know, the proposal, the sheriff's proposal, you know, these characters are all feeling like something needs to change in their life. So, uh, you know, I appreciate that and makes the the show a little better. I can't say it's my favorite show on TV. Can't say that they got me, you know, nothing is true detective right now. So, but uh, no, 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 no.
0: (laughs) True blood is definitely not true detective. But before we move on, I do have to give one last shout out. Uh Sarah Newman, Sarah Numi, whatever her name is right now. They had a great shot with her running down the hall where they brought our evoked uh, Terminator Two. Yep, with Sarah Connor running down the hall and yep. slipping and falling as the as Arnold comes around the corner. I was just sitting in my chair, about to jump out of it at that moment.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, I've se- I've definitely seen this before. Uh, yeah. But I love the, uh, you know, one thing I did appreciate. I'm glad you brought that up because the Yakuza element was so far fetched in <laughs> in this storyline you know it was like what can we throw in here that would make you know some something you know just to throw a wrench in or i don't know just make it more exciting or put some kung fu in it you know but uh, so let's throw some yakuza in there, and I thought that was good, and they just killed everybody at this Republican convention. And I thought that, that was pretty funny as well. I just, mean, why not? Just like Since... show up to a Republican gathering and just shoot everybody. I thought that was pretty funny. but um, yeah, like you said, True Blood always has a
0: little humor in, in what they do, so most definitely, and they continue with this episode, even through all the violence and the Sarah Connor shoutouts. So yeah, what else we got on the menu tonight on special delivery, Kim Tony? So uh you know we've been
1: checking out um The Strain. Yes. So The Strain is this new show, uh executive produced by Guillermo Del Toro, for those of you who know him. Um uh what is it, Blade uh Blade. Hellboy. Yeah, Hellboy blade uh what was the big oh but the big one pacific rim how could i even forget so yeah yes. Fambro's no guillermo del toro anyway he wrote a book uh about four or five years ago with his partner chuck hogan they came up with this uh idea for a sh- uh, i think it was for a movie that never got was able to get made they wrote a book and the book became a huge bestseller now they're turning it into a movie on effects i mean a uh, tv show on effects and so, uh, premiered uh, I think a week and a half ago or something. Anyway, uh, we're two episodes into the strain, and I gotta say, Ben, I am really digging it. Um, the cinematography is good, the acting's good, uh, the world build is really good. First episode was a little long. I don't know what's up with these episodes nowadays, where they the premiere episodes are like an hour and a half. Um, but I guess they had to get a lot out of the, you know, a lot out of the way on the storyline, but essentially, let me get to the story. Um, basically a plane arrives with a bunch of dead passengers on it. We recognize that there's some evil force out there that is biting people or sucking their blood. So right away we figure out that there's some sort of vampire presence, um, the main character is one of the uh, heads of the CDC, heads up their medical unit, and he's on the case at the airport. Uh, meanwhile, there's a lot of stuff going on in his private life, recovering alcoholic. He's breaking up with his wife. He's got a son. Uh, he's also, like, messing around with his partner, who's a really hot uh, Latina actress. Um, and uh, he's on the case. He's trying to figure out what killed all these people. Um, And I just have to say, there's so much good stuff going on in the show. Um, Ultimately, I guess, spoiler alert. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Slow down
0: right there. uh, You just said one thing. I do have to question on you before you do a big spoiler alert. Okay. I did hear one criticism of The Strain is that there's a lot going on in it. That the title, The Strain, could be referring to everything they're doing. Like there's humor, there's horror, there's sci-fi. (laughs) so what the strain is on the story the story is being strained so Um, do you feel that way
1: not at all I think it's it's pretty actually after the second episode it's pretty consistent it is a hefty story uh, but you know when you're doing pretty complex television these days you gotta have a story that uh, kind of jumps you know explores avenues of the main characters that you know it has to be beefy you gotta have a multifaceted character to present Um, And then balance that with, you know, action, horror, something that just gets your, you know, gets you scared or makes you jump out of your seat or just keeps you, you know, intrigued, not just figuring out what the backstory is from this guy. And, you know, the emotional side of things. I think they did a really good job of that. I don't know. For some reason, I'm really I'm into the show. I was really skeptical at first. um, but I'm really into the show. The effects are kind of cool. And, uh, you know, I guess I was going to go into the spoiler alert of what, what it is that they're fighting. Or what the, Don't do it. What the strain is. No, but they show it. So, um, you know, for the fan bros who might have seen uh, the latest episode, you'll know that there is, you know, this vampire presence. It's very revealing. Um All roads lead to the fact that this is a new telling of the Dracula story. Um, Hmm. And it's a very modern way of telling the story of Dracula, complete with Renfield, like the Renfield type character, complete with a Van Helsing type character. There's really some good characters that are in here. If you're hip to the Dracula lore, you know, the idea of the master returning and all these heralds that prep the world for his return and also the fact that he has this huge coffin. And uh, the, tonight's episode, which was The Box, which is the sep- second episode, was all about his coffin. And basically the roots of the strain come from this coffin. So um, anyway, I just want to make a quick observation that the between Penny Dreadful, <laughs> True Blood, and The Strain, we now have... I guess we are covering three shows that deal with vamp vampiric activity, if you will, or vampires. And, um, I gotta say they each have their own take. Obviously true blood is already its own institution. Um, I, I, you know, I really dug what Penny dreadful was doing, but, uh, this is a really interesting take and I didn't read the book. So, you know, no spoilers on that, that part. And I, I kind of want to see what he does with the, uh, what guillermo del toro does with the with the series so far so good um i figured they could have used a little more people of color in some of the roles the main roles um but there's some there's some good kind of adventure uh characters and and ideas that he has going on
0: that that i really like all right well the strange sunday nights on fx that's right that's right sunday nights on fx all right cool cool then Uh, We got another show that actually features more people of color, as you said before on an earlier episode, Extant with Halle Berry might be the most fan bro-ish show of the season. I mean,
1: what other show has a man, a black guy in space, the magical space Negro, just appearing (laughs) consistently throughout the season? That is, I mean, he didn't have a Kong. He had a natural, you know, dark skin brother. It was in the spaceship. He's everywhere.
0: She sees him constantly. That's He's, that's a fan bro right there. I mean, he is the epitome so far of magical Negro. <laughs> and then you have Halle Berry, which I have to shout her out because she brought back the watery eyes. Yes, this episode. Yes, n- not even a break. Like they <laughs> they might be able to do a super cut of her watery eyes just from this show because it seems like she's going to have one every episode. That's she's the 2 g- for 2 for so, so far at
1: least. She's definitely 2 for 2. I think that's her go-to uh when all else fails, she goes into puppy dog uh eyes and <laughs> but of course she's the beautiful
0: Holly Berry so she can pull it off. So word up. And so far I've been feeling the show, it's still very TV-ish, you know, it's got a lot of the you know, feeling of we're about to cut to commercial right now and wait till next week. But, you know, overall, it's a cool story. Some good effects. Halle Berry, you know, of course, never can go wrong there. Magical Space Negroes. Uh, oh, the little kid. What was he in before you? you he, said was in he was in Looper.
1: He was in Looper.
0: Ah, yes. Well, he's even more demonic. I can't believe that kid hasn't played Lucifer yet because he is, like, one of the creepiest little kids on television or film or anything ever. I uh, Yeah, I agree with you. He would have been a, an awesome
1: uh, Damien if they did an Omen remake, you know, yes. a 2014 Omen remake. He's got a good look.
0: But so uh, how you been feeling excellent so far?
1: Like I said, Ben, I always give it three episodes. We're two in... Um I still think we're being set up for a lot of things that I hope we get you know paid off with that in a, in a good way. Um, I think we're being set up for some big information, some big reveals. Uh, one thing I'm kind of confused about is um, there are two main themes running in this show. One is this Holly uh, Berry story, which is her trying to deal with. Uh, kind of a, a pregnancy that she has no idea where it came from and all this space stuff. And then there's her husband's story, which is about artificial intelligence and creating more robots. And somehow they haven't really meshed those two stories.
0: I don't know. I, that's the feeling I get. I think they're going to mesh more as whatever this alien magical space Negro comes more into the picture. Because, like, the kid, you know, there was a, this week there was a lot of mention of extinction and the right. show you know morphs the title morphs into extinct right and it seems like the kid is the next level after homo sapien so maybe the aliens only come when humanity's approaching another level i'm probably thinking deeper than the writers are right now <laughs> uh we'll see what happens you know so far like you said it's just two episodes in And it's a TV show on network TV, so they're definitely being a little slow in the reveal. I will say my drop-off of interest hasn't been as bad from uh, our favorite show of last season with... uh, Oh, Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think by re-
1: by third episode of Resurrection, we knew that there was a problem with the series. I, I yeah, you're right. With Exten, I'm still hanging in there. A um, lot of against secret uh, what is it? Secret Overlord type societies that are paying for things. There's always an evil corporation, and uh, even in The Strain, there's an evil corporation, which is yeah. is pretty cool, uh, but also pretty like standard, I guess, sci-fi you know horror fair. Um you always got to have the one like you know really evil rich guy to to spoil the the fun. Um yeah. but yeah, Extant, I feel like you know there's there's stuff that they if they they if they're really smart with it, it'll be really powerful. Um but if they're not smart
0: with it, I have a feeling they're going to let us down. That that won't be cool, Ben. No, definitely not. So we'll see where it's going like we said, just two episodes in. One more before we could give it a true, you know, yay or nay. Unlike another show that we're covering still that you've given a nay to, The Leftovers on HBO Sunday nights at 10 p.m., you've already cut it off. Uh, I've I've had to make the
1: switch, man. The strain is winning for me. I had to make an executive decision.
0: I feel you on that. I'm still covering The Leftovers. So, latest episode. Yeah. What were you about to say?
1: Now I was going to say, get me up on it. What's happening?
0: Oh, okay. Well, latest episode is entitled BJ and the AC. And I really have no idea what that means. This episode, I felt, was one of the stronger ones. Because instead of like last episode where it just covered one character... They went back to the main story of, you know, the police chief, his daughter, his wife, the guilty remnants. The main theme of the story is it's Christmas time and the baby Jesus gets stolen out of the town's display of the birth of Jesus. And so that, uh, of course, the police chief has to go around trying to find it. Um As I see now that the show isn't, you know, about the disappearance as much as it's about the people's reaction to it. I'm enjoying it more because it's, you know, it's a good character study of the various characters. And when you have the multiple storylines that have been going on, I like it more. I do feel like it's wandering and still might not have found its footing or maybe they just don't know what story exactly they want to tell because the uh, jump from the one character last week to all the characters this week and still not covering stuff that's been going on like the dogs and what. <laughs> oh, right, the right, industry, right, dude. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm a hold on, but I, I, I can't seriously recommend leftovers to anyone at this point. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's a binge watch show like on a Sunday afternoon when you're kind of sick or, you know, when you call in sick to work and you're able to like knock out all 10 episodes
0: in one day. Yeah, that might be it. It might be a show that would be better suited to Netflix or something where they just release it all at once and then you can just go through it because, you know, week by week, mm, it's, getting weaker and weaker but Mm. at the same time something about it is still holding my i think it's mainly the actors Mm -hmm. is what it is i really have to think they're holding me because i'm interested in their characters even when the writing isn't that good right right right
1: actually i gotta say the performance uh the performances have always been good it's just i was looking at the story and i just was like i don't know if i want to pay attention to this so yeah, no, I
0: feel you. But, you know, we're still holding on for the leftovers. A little less hope than we have for Extant. A lot less than we seem to have for The Strain. And True Blood, you know, that it's what you would expect week after week. If you've been watching True Blood this long, then you know what you're going to get. And you're getting more of it, except with, you know, some fin- finality to the characters right now. So, and speaking of finality or Final. I guess that's about it for special delivery this week, Kimsonian. Right on, man. Well, I, I just want to give one more shout out to a show I've been watching
1: consistently: uh, Dominion on Sci-Fi. Uh, fambro's, check it out if you're into uh, archangels battling and with humanity in the middle and all sorts of weird versions of uh, neo future and near future existence. Uh, check out Dominion. There's uh, some pretty good effects, and last week's episode was pretty fun.
0: Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, I, I fell asleep when I heard Dominion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, fan bros, this has been your boy DJ Ben. I mean, alongside the homie Kim Sonian. Yes, sir. This is sir. A special delivery of Fan Bros show. Thank you for listening. God bless you and good night.
1: Peace.